and welcome to the Julie Jepson podcast. I am here with Brianna Peterson. Hello. Hi. <laughs> and don't mind my face. I just had some micro needling done. So, and that, and then I show them anyway. I'm like super raw and red, and I look like a lobster. And I realized today, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm having a conversation tonight that's filmed. But that's what you get when you come to this page and to this channel: the real, the raw, the ugly, and the bloody. That's what I always say. So. Brianna um, was introduced to me by a friend and she has lived a lot, a lot of, of, I don't know, hardship, but also triumph. And um, she actually resonates with me because my dad is an amputee. Oh, is he? Yeah. That's cool. Yes. So I just kind of gave it away, but she is an amputee and I just... I mean, it's a horrible thing to love about you, but I already love it about you because I watched <laughs> my dad suffer. I have watched him suffer from phantom pains all my life. Oh, yeah, that's hard. Do you get those? I I luckily don't get them much anymore. I mean, but my amputation was, what has it been, almost 20, it'll be 20 years in November. So well, how old are you? I, right now, I'm 35. 20, so 15? I was... Uh, is that minus 20, 35 minus 20? <laughs> yeah, 16, 16, 16. Okay, well, let's start from the beginning. Tell me about you, your name, what you're doing right now, and then we'll back up. Okay, I am Brianna Peterson. Um, Married, right? Yes. And you have yeah, how many I kids? I have uh, four kids. Four kids, okay. Just had my fourth. Oh, so you have a new one? Yeah. How many months? He's three months. Are you nursing? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Well, we better make this fast before she starts, like, having the, the letdown burn. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. And you have married a, is it a Marine? So or is he in the Army? He's in the Army, but he didn't join until just about uh, six and a half years ago. Okay. So we were... Has that been, like, is he gone all the time? Yes. So it's, yeah, like, where he's, he's, like, full-on deployed? Yeah. Um, he's... Or is he like in training? Okay. But no, he's getting ready to go on his third deployment. Is that scary? Um, I, in some ways, yes. Yeah. In some ways, it's more just like, oh, he's going to be gone a whole yeah. other year yeah. or so. And yeah, so you're on your own. Yeah. Well, it's not like you haven't been through scary. Good grief. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So four kids, you have um, a prosthetic, uh -huh. right? And your amputation was below the knee. Yes. My dad's was above the knee. Oh. Which I hear is worse. Yeah. Right? Because you still have the function of your knee. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay, so tell me what happened. What did you, how did you lose it? I so, mean, I know how, but like, what happened? So I was a dancer, and um, when I was 13, I was dancing on toe, and um, on I- On point shoes, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What and studio? I, uh, oh, what is it? Um, it's Utah been so Dance. long. Yeah, Utah, Utah Dance. Dance Center. Okay. Yeah, so um, we were dancing, performing in our dance recital, and I was on toe, and uh, I, another girl and I, our feet collided, and mm. so I rolled my ankle, and um, just was a sprain at that time. Then it just kept getting worse, and so was it swollen and like blue? I've I've yeah killed my ankle so many times where it's just like blue and purple on the sides and swollen. Was it like that? Yeah, 
But obviously something else was going on. Yeah, well, it started out as a sprain and then kind of turned into its own hmm. injury and where my nervous system felt like it or acted like it was more serious than it was and um, kept telling my brain it was still hurt when it wasn't supposed to be. So was it sending it certain signals of healing and it was like overboard or something? Yeah, just painful and a lot mm. of nerve pain. Um, mm. And so kept trying to figure out what was going on. And after about three years um, and a lot of testing and everything, it just swelled up really big, got a sore on the top of it that just... And this was on your ankle? The... Um, the sore was on the top of my foot. So how did the sore develop? Just, I, probably from so just much swelling for so long and just... And, um, so this was when you were like 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah. And it ached ever since that day. Hurt ever since that day. Yeah. I wasn't able to walk on it uh, for a long time. Uh, and how many siblings do you have? I have four brothers. Oh, geez, you're the only girl, right? You're yeah. Your mom, I'm like, oh, I feel her pain. <laughs> so then was that stressful for your mom, not knowing what was going on? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was hard on everybody. Um, Did you ever get, um, like, flack? Like, oh, please, it's not. Only, I only say that because my dad had that happen. He was in the mission home the day before his mission. Oh, wow. Excuse Well, the day before, like, yeah, he was supposed to leave, and he was in and out of the mission home, and... His mission and mission president came into the hospital room, or it came, I don't know where he was. I'm getting all confused. But he said, Elder Jepson, there are so many elders trying to get out of going on a mission. Oh. And you talked them off and didn't no believe way. him. And the That's next crazy. day, his leg was amputated above the knee. So wow. he just thought he was, an, he was like an excuse, you know? Yeah. So I just wonder if you had any, like. Yeah, I did have some of that. And yeah. Family and just mm, told me just doctor. buck up and doctors, and doctors too. yes, and just told me to just she's fine. Yeah, take some ibuprofen and ice it. Yeah, for three more years. Oh my gosh, <laughs> jeez. So okay, so you developed the sore. Uh huh. That this was after the three years had gone by, and my foot was about as swollen as a football, and so so you couldn't even fit it in a shoe. Oh no, yeah, I wasn't able to walk or anything for. I think it had been almost pretty much the whole three years because they put me on crutches. And how are you getting back and forth to school? On crutches for a while. I did a. I finally did a wheelchair because mm. uh, it just made it easier. So did you ever see like an? I'm sure you saw everything. An orthopedist and, mm -hmm. and they had no one, no answers. Yeah, I even went back to the Mayo Clinic and in Minnesota. In Minnesota, which is like a huge, like renowned hospital, right? Yeah, and they. Couldn't. Nobody knew. knew. Yeah. So uh, after a while, I just finally, one day at one of my doctor's appointments, um, I kind of jokingly, when I was 16, I said to the doctor, well, why don't we just amputate? What's your idea? And so he's like, well. That's a gritty mama right here. That, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He said, well, that is an option. Were you just over it at that point then? Oh yeah. Is that well, why you... Because my, my foot was so swollen. It was so painful. It was so heavy. It was yeah. just carrying around this dead weight. And so... Was it like water retention swelling? Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. And was it um, 
It weighed 15 pounds. 15, yeah. Your foot did? Yeah. 15 pounds her foot weighed. Yeah, it was heavy and uncomfortable. And did you still have that sore? So the sore was, the sore at this time, I did not have this, mm-hmm. the sore quite yet. Did I have it by then? And um, so, yeah, I guess it was there. Yeah. You were starting to with the blisters. Blisters started coming too? Well, it started as a, as a little tiny blister, just kind of a raised blister that just um, eventually the blister kind of more went down mm. and then it just grew out from there. It was there. like eroding, like yeah. your skin, and, but it was like coming from the inside out. Mm-hmm. And no one to this day has ever given you an answer as to what was happening. Not really. They basically say that I have an abnormality with my nervous system. Mm. But have you had any experiences um, with other parts of your body since then? Well, as part of the treatment for all of this, they were trying to see if we could get into some intense physical therapy and uh, do an epidural to mm. numb things so that we could work on it more in yeah. therapy. The epidurals um, didn't, I mean, it wasn't that productive. Yeah. I ended up having three of them, and each one took a little longer for the numbing to wear off. The good leg. The good leg. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was going to say, because you, you're you paralyzed. Yeah. So, and then... And how long does it last, an epidural? It, well, the last one that I had, it lasted for years, probably a good okay. 10 years. I'm thinking, like, baby epidurals. This is yeah. Oh, it was the same kind of epidural. Same kind of thing. Yeah. But it just lasts longer. Do you keep it, pumping it? Well, your... they they kept it going, so they kept me attached to like a mm. almost like an IV kind but of yeah, thing. Yeah, but then you can't walk at all, so you might you might as well just get rid of it. So you, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, I always go ahead of myself. So so <laughs> back up. You suggest this to the doctor, kind of sarcastically, kind of serious. Yeah. After all this treatments and everything, and uh, this doctor was amazing. I mean, he took. Was that in the Mayo Clinic? No, this was just here. Oh, cool. The Mayo Clinic was like, well, I don't know why you're here because you've got just as much. Mm. You've got a very rich medical community where you're mm. at. And so, uh, they, I mean, they basically redid a lot of the testing that I had mm. done here and told me the same thing. Yeah. But, but you're desperate to try anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And by then I was already kind of done with it. It was kind of a more of a last uh, A last, Hail Mary. Yeah. Just to last try and see resort. if there's any other. Make sure we had all the stones unturned and everything. So when you said that, and he said that's an option, what happened from there? Well, I was a little surprised at his reaction. He just said that's an option. Because I was kind of joking, but at the same time, I was kind of going, well, if I cut it off, either I'm not carrying around this dead weight, and I might have a chance of walking again. Mm. And so, um, and if I can't walk again, then I'm not carrying around this. Right. You're not, you're not out anything. Yeah. And, uh, and plus with my foot got so swollen and the sores uh, developed it mm. smelled like it was oh, rotting off. sure and so that was <sighs> not fun in itself so I was and it didn't travel like it didn't go upwards some of the pain had traveled up mm. um, but not like the infection or whatever. yeah no it was up to your knee it, you were... at one point it had gone up to my pelvis but it mainly was above the knee kind of thing but the swelling and everything stayed below the knee. So how much later then did you kind of finally go through with it? It was probably just a few months later. 
So you about and so what were you feeling? Just done. I was so done. You just didn't care anymore. No. Take it off. I was sick of trying to get around and with this. I mean, if even if doing crutches and carrying around this fifteen pound leg, it was. Did you have feeling in it? Uh huh. You could feel it. Still. Yeah, I could feel it, and it was uncomfortable. And I mean, carrying around the way that I'd have to walk on crutches and it. Hurt my back. And yeah, my shoulders. No, you're get carrying sore. a 15 pound dumbbell on your foot. Yeah, you can't ever really just relax because it's so there. So that wasn't a hard decision for you after for that. For me, one. it was not. Mm-hmm. No, I mean I was only 16 at the time. It, yeah, what were your doctors saying? Were they all for it as well? By then, yeah, yeah the one doctor good. was uh, kind of. We've done everything we can at this point, and. He was heartbroken. Yeah, he was. He was. He was pretty sad about it, but and I. But it was better. But it was. You had more quality of life without it. Yeah. So we. I went in when I went in for my amputation. They had me come in the the day before. Had me stay in the hospital that night and took me back pretty early the next morning into surgery. Hmm. And I woke up from surgery and uh, I remember asking the nurse like they do it like I felt totally fine I didn't feel groggy or anything and so I was like did they did they cut off my leg is my leg gone she's like yeah it's gone I'm going I it can't be like I don't feel any different because I mean you're drugged yeah well I didn't even feel like I was drugged at all it was almost like I woke up just regular after a night sleep kind of thing just in the morning and and she the nurse had to sit me up to to me that it was gone no way and so I felt so good that whole day they no sent me way. back up to my room I had friends and family come visit that day and what an totally interesting fine. thing though yeah like because you're not saw I guess because you had three years to process this and by then you're like I am done yeah because it's painful right yeah I mean and it's it's rotting and it's mm-hmm. eroding the flesh it's heavy and you're just over it and it was probably one of the greatest days how oh, I yeah, well I'd go to school in high school I'd be uh in the morning like I'd get ready for school I'd have to I'd have my foot wrapped I'd have usually gauze on top of the sore I'd have like a gauze like wrap they went over that I'd have an ace band of drap are you then, talking about post amputation no this, this is, before. is before yeah when I was uh and so and then I'd have because it, it was just draining all the yeah. time too So, I'd have, and then I'd also wrap a towel around it, just to help soak up some of it, because I'd go to school. Was that from the sores? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd go to school, and sometimes it would be a puddle. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of gross. (laughs) And then I had to start putting, like, I, the smell was so bad. I'd have to put, like, an air freshener in there to try and and wrap a bag around it. to try and horrible. (laughs) As a high schooler. Yeah. My mom would have to come oh and uh, help me change it out, like, at lunch. Were people supportive, or did you get made fun of? No, people were pretty good about it. I mean, a lot of people didn't really know to the full extent that it was. I mean, my closest friends did. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, after... But you'd have to wrap a towel around it to absorb the liquid, the stuff. Yeah. It was that. And, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the... 
Yeah, the air freshener <laughs> to try and mask some of the smell. Oh my gosh, you're just like, yeah, because you're like, I swear it's not me, it's my wig. Yeah. But you didn't have a lot of people ripping on you. Nobody, nobody, if they did, they didn't say it to my face. Yeah, but, okay. Yeah, but did after. That work, how did that, did that affect your confidence at all? I'm sure it did. I mean, I always felt kind of different because... I'd gone pretty much all through middle school and high school yeah. now at this point with being either on crutches or in a wheelchair, and that in itself was, like, I'm oh obviously gosh. different, and so... So were you a sophomore or junior? I was a... I was a sophomore when I had it amputated. And then... And then... And then what? I mean, you so, had it wrapped, and did you go to school six weeks later? I mean... Pretty... Well, I don't remember exactly how long... I, it might have been a little more than six weeks, but not much more. Dang. I don't remember. But it wasn't, it wasn't so that long after. how was the actual... I, I almost feel like this word is disrespectful, but this is what my dad calls it. He calls it his stump. Yeah, that's what I call it. Okay. Some people don't like that I know, term, but... I mean, but that's like the term. You're like, can I say yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. So, but was that painful? The actual leg itself? After the amputation? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, that first day, it was, it was Wonderful. amazing. Yeah. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Pain medication. Yeah, and just I don't, I don't know exactly why, but. Um, well, it was probably just as much emotional and mental as it was physical. Yeah, you like were I just didn't, like free. Yeah, of this dead weight, literally. Uh huh. Oh my gosh, and you're 15 pounds lighter. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so. Did you get my my grandmother? Okay, so picture if this if this arm is amputated, right? She would massage this hand to make this foot that was hurting that wasn't there feel better. If yeah. That makes sense. Did that? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to. I think I did have some of that done, mm -hmm. like in physical therapy and stuff. But um, or like the mirror thing. Did you mm -hmm. try that? Where they put like a mirror yeah. so you can see, so it tells your brain like, no, your arm really is there, and then the nerves like yeah to help balance out or something. Yeah, my dad's like, I'm not doing that. He's like done everything. <laughs> he was trying to help him like not have these horrible phantom pains. So did you get phantom pains? I did, yeah. And are they like shooting down the leg that doesn't exist? Yeah, and I'll get them occasionally. Some of those nerve pains that just mm -hmm. yeah. Um, usually if I just kind of push on the end of my stump or something, it, hmm. they go away pretty quickly for me. Oh so I kind of looked out that way. I don't. So my goodness, what was that like dating and imagining your life ahead? And were you, whatever happened with the girl that you collided with? Oh, she was totally fine. She, I mean, her, basically what happened is her foot slipped out. We were kind of facing each other and her foot slipped out and she bumped my foot, but it, it was enough that it just kind of knocked me off balance, and mm -hmm. so I just rolled it. But does she know today that that was the cause of this amputation? I, well, so after that, I did go to dance a few times, because I had a bunch of friends there, and so I'd go and visit and things, and so I know that she knew that it was, mm -hmm. it had gone on for a while, but I don't know that she ever... Does she know? I don't know if she ever knew so that yeah, you kind of like parted ways. Amputation, but we need to let her know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you're watching this, she could use some extra TLC. Um, so and so then dating was fine. I mean, were you ever worried? My dad was worried at, at a time that he would. Who's gonna want to marry an amputee? 
Oh yeah. Which is, yeah, I'm sure. Those oh yeah, come yeah. Up. They're. I mean, my mom and I had many, many late night conversations about about dating, about life in general, mm-hmm. in the future, and do things you, like that. Do you feel like it has affected you at all? Like, has it stopped you from doing anything that you want to do? I mean, when I was dating, no. Uh, Even a lot of people, I think, were afraid to ask me yeah. on dates. They were really, like, because they didn't know what to plan, what I could do or mm-hmm. couldn't do, and they didn't want to make it awkward or uncomfortable if it was something that I couldn't do. I guess you always would just look back and be like, this is way better than what I was dealing with. Yeah. Right? And then did you get fitted for a prosthetic? I did. It's like soon after? Yeah. And then tell me about like learning to walk. What was that like? Well, so I did get fitted. I mean, they fit you with a prosthetic pretty much as soon as your Mm. incision is healed. So it's probably about six weeks after the amputation. Mm. And, um, And that was painful. I couldn't tolerate much on my stump yeah because it's like weight bearing right yeah and with whatever the nerves Mm. whatever was had happened with the nerves it didn't allow me to tolerate much for a long time so I couldn't get into a prosthetic it took um it was about three years after the amputation Mm. that I finally was able to get into a prosthetic and and not have it be horrible pain yeah and, and the guy that I was working with he um he was really good about thinking outside the box. Mm. So he designed a prosthetic that was, it fit like a above the knee. Mm-hmm. So it came all the way up to my hip uh, with the knee open okay. and a locking joint on my in, on my knee. And then it was all open in the front. So it was, the pressure was taken off. Yeah. Like that area. So there was nothing on the end of my stump. And, mm. and do you still use that? No. So you got to the place where you could use a regular one. Yeah, well, I uh, pretty much was walking with a straight leg, mm-hmm. which was hard to get Can't around. It. it hurt my back a lot and stuff. And after I had my second baby, I couldn't fit into my normal prosthetic mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it was like, I can barely keep up with my older one. And Was that just because we gained weight as moms, as pregnant moms? And swelling. I had a lot yeah. of swelling right after yeah. with him. He was a summer baby, too, which mm-hmm. didn't help. But Oh, my gosh. Seriously. <laughs> I was like a balloon in August. Yeah. yeah. Pregnant. Yeah. So. That was me. But um, he... So... That's <laughs> okay. You can just it. <laughs> so, um... You had baby number two. Yeah. Change the prosthetic. So, at that point, it was like, well, I have to get a new one made anyway. I kind of want to try going with more mm. of a traditional prosthetic. Mm. And I was told, well, I'm not sure it's going to work. Part of my issue was I had lost the nerves were there, the muscles were there, but they weren't communicating, mm. even in my upper leg. Mm. And so um, so using my knee was always an issue. And so I was told that they're not sure that it would even work. Mm. And because I'm not sure I had the strength yeah. and the ability to... Because it had been years, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you're a mom at this point. Yeah. You waited three years after to even put the other prosthetic on and then use that until you had the baby. I mean, how many years were you in that one? 
A long time. Yeah. That was, let's see, I was 19, I think, when I was finally able to use mm -hmm. the prosthetic that came up to my hip. Then I was 26 when I had so my first. Time. So I was probably about 28, 29. Jeez. By the time I... So did it work out? Yes. It did. It did. I was able to get to the point where I can use it pretty normally, and I even have a running leg now, too. Like you can move? Mm-hmm. So I can you, When you say you have a running leg, is that a separate... So it's, have I have one? a separate prosthetic yeah. that has the curved Does, oh, foot. Really? Yeah. Like the Paralympians? Mm -hmm. With that cool little... Yeah. Like this? <laughs> yeah. No way. And you can run with it? Yeah. Oh, and does it have like a, it's like a spring? I mean, mm -hmm. it's, oh yeah, my that gosh. shape allows it to kind of. So, and I mean, those are expensive suckers. They right? are. They does do have programs, oh, do. though. No, insurance won't cover those ones because, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but there is uh, different programs where you can uh, apply for like a. I wouldn't call it a scholarship, but they mm. will basically pay for What's it called? a foot. Um, Can you remember? I don't remember. Hmm. How'd right you find now, out about it? Uh, the, my prosthetist that I worked with, he, <laughs> he Not to be confused about... with prostitute, because <laughs> yeah. I was like, wait, what? Prosthetist? Prosthetist. Wow. Yeah. He so he told know. me about it and um, helped me get, because they, I have to have them. Yeah. Be, they have to be willing to make part of it at no cost. So you don't have to pay for it? Yeah. I gotta find this out. I'm gonna yeah. get my dad a leg for his 80th birthday. <laughs> <laughs> He's always had just the wooden one. Oh, just really? Like from the 1940s, I swear. But you know, he was so used to it for so yeah. long. Um, so how's that one been? Have you liked it better? Yes, it is so much better. Mm. It's... And it doesn't hurt the nerve endings of the stump at the bottom anymore. No, I mean, it's definitely not, like, comfortable mm. all the time. Uh, Can you put, like, a cushion? You know, like you would with point shoes? Yeah. I mean, the way that I, that mine is, I have a liner. That's a gel liner that mm. goes around my leg. Yeah. And mine, uh, they have different types of, of ways to get the prosthetic to stay on. Uh, they have, like, a suction... But I don't like the section. Is that the section with the sock that you pull out? There's the, the section that basically has a one-way valve. So when you put your leg in, it pushes the air out. And then it has a sleeve that goes over the top of the prosthetic. And mm -hmm. kind of, it's a gel sleeve that kind of seals your leg above. And so it keeps the air yeah. out. Yeah. I don't. I've tried that one before. I didn't love it because there were so many different layers, and especially with kids. One of my biggest fears when I had my first was what if there was a fire or some sort of emergency where I had to get mm -hmm. me and my because kids out. Because you don't wear it at night when you go to sleep. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, and you have a husband that's deployed. Yeah, he's gone a lot. So I, I didn't like the thoughts of all these different layers plus those other layers would wear out super fast and they're mm -hmm. expensive and so I went with what's called a pin so at the end of the liner that goes over my leg there's a part where a little pin attaches and so that will go into the bottom of the prosthetic and lock hmm. into there so how often do you put the running one on 
Well, I haven't for a while because of being pregnant and everything, but um, I don't know. I, I was getting to the point where I was wearing it running about three times a week mm. or so. So it was like for exercise mm -hmm. specifically. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so how, I mean, life is normal then. This is just normal for you. What do your kids say about it? Oh, we were always they're so. <laughs> they what? They're they're so used to they're it. Just, yeah. yeah, we would take my dad's leg for show and tell. Oh, I remember yeah. walking the halls <laughs> with my dad's prosthetic leg and being so proud, like that I had my dad's prosthetic leg, and we'd show how he bends it, you know, in the <laughs> hole where he'd put the sock in and pull the sock out. Um, I just I wonder if they could be any louder. Oh my gosh, Adana. You need to go upstairs, okay? Adana! I need to give it to you. Adana, how, how difficult is it to keep them upstairs? Okay? That's not my fault. Okay? Mom, <laughs> India keeps coming into my room and you let me go out. Mom, she's doing so much. Just put, put, uh, Mom, she's not putting me into bed. Goodbye. Hi. It's so cool. Oh my gosh. This is always, this is, this is life. But it's like, I, I mean, <laughs> and now they're all crying. Anyway, um, <laughs> oh, do you ever tell? I mean, and then my dad would tell these horrible nursery rhymes of shark attacks. Oh, <laughs> have you ever done any of that to your kids? Oh, my husband will use it at, he will? as an excuse all the time. He's like, "Well, that's how if you don't." Oh, what I mean? If you don't eat your dinner. Well, or, or like if they're doing something. Uh, where they shouldn't really be doing it. He'll tell them, that's how your mom lost her leg. Or no way. Things like that. Uh, they, you know, they just kind of laugh and know that it's yeah, not true. Yeah. So do you have, like, follow-up appointments that you need? Occasionally. Not very often. Like, when I have to get a new prosthetic made or something like that, then, yeah. yeah. So have you ever grieved, like, your teenage years and not being able to dance again? or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... That was pretty hard, not being able to go back to dance. Mm -hmm. I got to the point where I really enjoyed it and would go. I had a good friend group, and so yeah, they kept going and I couldn't, and that was hmm. that was kind of difficult. And then there were different grieving periods throughout my life. Even what was it? How many years later, after I had my first, that it was kind of really hit that this is different. I can't, mm. there's a lot of limitations here where like other what? people don't have to deal with. Well, like for instance, the, I, I struggled with the thought of if there was an emergency, mm. like a fire or something. And I was the only one home with the kids and trying to get everybody out, get my leg on, get to them to be able to get everybody out. So it was just like anxiety inducing thoughts. Though, yeah. Like or what if they're running out into the road and a car's coming and I can't chase after them? Mm -hmm. I mean, things like that with just general. Yeah. yeah, mom worry. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think, even looking back in your teenage years or now, when those moments come up of like, this is unfair, this sucks, and I have to worry about things that other people don't have to worry about, how do you move past that? How do you... Um, change your frame of mind? Well, for a long time, uh, I, so, I have four brothers. Mm -hmm. My oldest brother is in a wheelchair, 
-hmm. and he was he was born disabled and had always been in a wheelchair my you know he since I couldn't remember but um, he always was very positive about oh. life in general and he was so fun and he can always make everybody just laugh and he was just happy all the time and um, so he was a huge example hmm. to me of not letting things go let not letting not letting things, not, not letting things like yeah poison your soul yeah and um, and that was long before you were ever even hurt right oh yeah yeah I mean uh, go religious here yeah yeah you can not a problem. <laughs> okay so uh my brother he you know growing up with my brother uh we were always taught that there will be a day when he's made whole again mm -hmm. and that um one day he'll be running around chasing us or you know just having a normal body yeah. and being able to do all the same things that we can do and um we talked about that a lot growing up. Yeah. And was he always in a wheelchair? Just oh yeah. Even born that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And but cognitively fine. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's he's very smart. All totally, completely all there, mm -hmm. mentally and everything. But, um. So he was a big example for me, and then, just. You know, every time he uh, he had so many surgeries and things like that that it was. It was just life. Yeah. As he knew it. Yeah. Business is not as usual for him. Yeah, and that's not to say he wouldn't get nervous or, yeah. or nervous of the surgery, nervous of the pain. But you've drawn whatever, upon but... him a ton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, my mom and I have had many conversations uh, throughout the whole process of before my amputation and the whole time that I was dealing with my foot of just like because I had many times where it was like why why did this happen to me why mm -hmm. why what did I do to deserve this mm -hmm. and things like that and I got really kind of angry and bitter about it and just uh, you know we would talk talk together work through it so it was having a, like a confidant that was your mom because yeah. I know of two people one who um, they both lost their hand and this this guy lost his hand in a tubing accident like on the lake where the rope got tied around his wrist and just pulled his hand off Gosh. he ended up committing suicide oh wow you know because it was too unbearable like the I'm sure the intrusive thoughts oh yeah because it can be. yeah I mean did you have those? And were you able oh, to yeah. just, yeah. Uh, coming to the realization that it's not necessarily that I deserve what I got. It was more of a, it be, the mind frame became more of what can I learn from this? Mm. What, what am I supposed to learn from this? Or what, what am I supposed to help other people learn from and this? What, what would you answer? How would you answer that? What do you think you've learned from it? Oh, uh, I've learned basically just... I mean, how do you even put that into words? Because, um, 
there's a lot that's uh, a lot of it is just learning to just look for the little things look for mm -hmm. all the the little blessings little miracles and everything I mean we've had so many prayers and throughout all of this for there to be healing and um and it was a different kind of healing yeah right? it was a different kind of healing it wasn't just a fix the leg it's all better it was yeah it did uh yeah it was uh healing emotionally mm -hmm. and um yeah so it, it it taught me a lot on just staying positive trying to look for at times where it's been hard try to look for the little things Looking i mean whether or not they were answers to prayers or anything it, it, any little thing that yeah you'll like take anything you can get yeah do you ever like call your kids out on it when they're like i can't and you're like really let me tell you something about like not being <laughs> able to do something do you see this like, like do you ever do you ever call them out yeah, I'm trying to think if I've used my leg as... I don't think I've used that one much. I mean, there's been times where it's like... Um, I was on bed rest with my last baby that I just had, and it was like, Kate, I can't really... I can't mm -hmm. help you with this the way that you want me to. Like, you know, come on, help me out here. Yeah, yeah. So, but not so much your leg. Not... Give that a try. I, <laughs> I mean, I think I have at times at times where I couldn't wear my prosthetic or something for one reason or another, but because yeah, I mean, you can have sympathy and compassion for people after after having that experience, but it also can callous you in in a good way. Like, oh please, buck up! Like I have yeah. one leg and I'm able to hike this fifty thousand <laughs> elevation. You know, do you get to hike? Do you hike still and do all the things? I yeah. Yeah, I can. Because yeah, you can freaking run on it. Yeah. Do you enjoy watching the Paral Paralympics? I watch, watch them, them occasionally, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At one point, I wanted to be a I'm sure. skier. Yeah. And so, can you ski? <laughs> I did. I tried it mm. until I fell and shattered my femur. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so, after that, it was, I was told I'm never allowed to ski again. <laughs> The femur of the her the leg. The same leg, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Turns out it didn't have the same bone Strength. density as <laughs> you know Turns that it, it should have been. But oh my god! So it just shattered and the femur. Yeah. Like the biggest bone in. Oh my word! That poor leg. <laughs> okay. Is it okay if I if we show like your yeah. ankle? Yeah. So I can even look see at that thing. Will pull up, but I should have worn other pants. But no, this is like. Oh, that is so like. Yeah, I get. I. It's electrical. Yeah, you got they like. They can. Um, you got like tattoos on your legs. Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah. They can. Uh, wow. What's it called? Which? Where they can put the stuff on. They can laminate. Oh, yeah. They can laminate oh, really? different things on. So, you know, they. It's at the very beginning, they're ones. like, go, go find a fun fabric or something that you want us to oh, laminate on there, and we can. So, no way. And so, do, do you ever get stares? Oh, yeah. All the time I mean, there. I'm so used to it now that I don't know. They were just saying, look, I, it was amputated. I did it on purpose. <laughs> there you go. The worst is 
like if somebody thinks that I just had an injury or something, some people will say, oh, did you, did you hurt your knee? Did you, I was like, oh, no. Just, well, then why are you limping? Oh, so, so they can't yeah. see it. It's because it's under your pant leg yeah, and you're limping. Yeah, or, yeah. I, I mean, it, most of the time it's when they can't see it, then they're like, they'll ask me if I did something to my knee and I'll say, well, no, I, it's a, I had an amputation done. It's like, oh my gosh. So, so, cause I don't want other people to feel totally. embarrassed. Yes. So it's like, how can I? So are there like <laughs> Facebook groups or like support groups that you're a part of? There, yes. I don't really get on that much. Mm. I mean, there was, there is one. I don't see it come up much anymore, but I guess Facebook has changed for, you know, doesn't show you everything that you, mm. uh, it's called Amputee Mommies. No Am way. Amputee Mommies, yeah. And so, it's for oh amputees gosh. who have kids. Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. That was kind of a fun one. Well, one. it takes pure grit and resilience and tenacity and a, a never say die attitude to be doing this one <laughs> I can't, I can't even say one-legged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, anyway. Oh, my gosh. Well, we used to play on the tramp with my siblings. We'd play one-legged takedown where well. you hold one leg. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, all these hor horrible things are because it's all reminding me, but you don't know whether you're going to, like, offend, you know? Oh, you know what? No, because after my amputation, my little brother went around the house. Oh, no. What was he saying? <laughs> well... Monty so Python. The whole, oh, oh, the day before. The yes. day before. Before uh, the amputation. Before the amputation, he we had we would watch uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail, mm -hmm. where they would bring, uh, hit the <laughs> drum or whatever and tell him to bring out your dead. He went around the house the morning before, and he's hitting on a drum and saying, "Bring out your dead! Bring out your dead!" Or, and he put bring a out. Bon Voyage party sign on the door. Yeah, for my house, leg. Yeah, door. we had a bon voyage party for my leg. So oh my gosh. It became kind of a fun... You were able to just it laugh It still is, yeah. you know, finding the little... It's just so nice that you were just like, I'm ready. It's kind of like the, one of the first women that I interviewed had cancer, and she had the most beautiful, long, blonde locks. Like, she was known for her hair. Oh. But she was like so ready to shave it yeah but she didn't care anymore because like losing it in the shower she's oh, like oh yeah done. that'd be hard so shaving it was like like a relief yeah so i can see how you were like yeah i'm over it well thank you for coming on and sharing the story it's hard sometimes to be vulnerable but like i love that she was just like i'm done get rid of it <laughs> <laughs> and you like literally lost dead weight yeah it was good for nothing and worthless. Yeah, good weight loss, you know. That's right. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs>